listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Rob Anderson and Jason Brown. Hello and good Thursday afternoon. Rob, Brian. Hello, hello. Matthew. Greetings. How are we? Well, I had dental work today, so I'm just going to let you do all the talking. <laughs> please don't do that to yeah. me. Or, I'm sorry, please don't do that to our listeners and viewers. <laughs> uh, we are in the official Arkansas Farm Bureau uh, tornado shelter. Uh, it's stormy outside, <laughs> so we've changed locations, but nothing can stop us from We get really scared now when we see dark clouds because we haven't seen them in a while, and I don't know what that means anymore. Yeah, it's like... it. It got a little cloudy and dark, and we're like, run, run for the, run for the basement. Yeah, well, so things look a little different around here. We're trying something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, always, always in the uh, in the mode of of trying to improve. So we are we're at a different location today. It's probably not the final location you'll see us in, but we're uh, we're trying trying a few things out. It's mostly because we uh, don't like our profiles, and we said, Brian, please make us look better. Yeah, yeah. And then he took us, took himself completely off video. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, we started uh, with a pretty exciting uh, morning. We took a live, the first ever live cow. Uh, I'm sorry, reverse. We took the first ever live bull, uh-huh. uh, live oh, no. livestock, I guess, technically. To the vine? To the vine on THV. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We had a segment on there this morning we took a uh, miniature hereford uh, bull courtesy of flying pig cattle company uh, sarah beth johnson and, and her husband colton uh and had a good time yeah and he was very well behaved he was uh or bored she, i don't know but yeah uh, i think it was about five yeah. seconds before they went on air that uh, jenny realized she had a, a thousand pounds on the end of a leash and uh <laughs> you know it was it was it was a pretty pretty uh, serious situation <laughs> he decided Many, yeah. he wanted to to act up but we did that to uh sort of teach uh, the 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 segment was on how to raise a cow uh, but as you know since our audience is mostly farmers we did that just so to kind of teach consumers you know folks who don't right. do this every day just how complicated it is um yeah you went a little, little through uh, you went through a little bit of everything that goes into mm-hmm. the process and the feeding uh, and all that and the different and of course a little bit of education on cow bull yeah heifer, yeah or, how to tell the difference and regardless of my little uh yeah. mis- mishap on the beginning here uh yeah so we had fun with that um turns out both the hosts were part of the segment and both of them had showed animals before adam mm-hmm. Uh, showed dairy cattle in um, Ohio where he grew up and then Ashley had judged uh, show cows in uh, Clinton Arkansas where she grew up so that was kind of fun I think she was FFA is that right? yeah that's what she said yeah exactly yep so well uh, it is good to be back we tried to be live last week didn't work out but we uh, did well Brian says technically we were live but um, there's just no video no video right so you can uh you can go back uh, if you missed last week's episode of course you can always listen on spotify apple wherever you get your mm-hmm. podcast but uh we also have the audio live on um 
Facebook. Highly recommend if you missed the show because we had a great interview with Dr. DQ Fields. Yeah, that's what I was going to encourage people to listen to it because yeah. uh, it's it's always good to hear from Dr. Fields and his new position up there, Vice President. Yeah, he talked about some accomplishments they've had, which were University which were really fantastic at University of Arkansas. Yeah, he's Vice President for Agriculture for the system, mm-hmm. um, and even uh, gave us his he what he his suggestion. So he started cattle farming at 12 years old on his own and he gave us his favorite cut of beef so if you're fascinated or if you're interested from learning from a a true lifelong cattle farmer um you should go back and listen to that good tip yeah uh we are also in the midst of our policy development season uh, which means this is, a, if, you, if you're not familiar, a, a quick crash course, we sort of develop policy from the county level up to the state level and, and, and sometimes onto the, the national level as well. Uh, we are, every county will hold a policy development meeting. Some of those will be held in conjunction with other counties, so on and so forth. But we are in the midst of that season between right now and October. So if you are, um, if you're a member of Farm Bureau, which we hope everyone is, uh, please make sure you're in tune with that uh, schedule and know, you know when your county's having their meeting uh, so you can attend and be a part of the process, you know, be a part of uh, developing uh, policy and what we, you know, what we sort of believe in and support and, or oppose. Um, it's really important to, to be involved in that. Yeah, those are important uh, meetings at the county level, and that's where everything comes from the ground up. And then, yeah, so... We, we talk a lot about that because it's really important to what we are and uh, who we are. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's uh, get things rolling today. There's uh, actually some uh, a lot of breaking news today, things coming out. Uh, oh, cool. Today, a couple of little quick uh, tidbits. The uh, Farm Service Agency has mm-hmm. uh, released an updated map of counties across the country eligible for CRP emergency haying and, gra- uh, and grazing. And you can find that on Farm Service Agency's website, fsa.usda.gov. Okay. Um, they'll, they'll have a downloadable PDF of the map. Uh, also, uh, some, some good news for rice uh, growers. Indigo ZC is approved for rice stink bug control today, a Section 18 emergency exemption for the use of Indigo ZC for control of the rice stink bug. Uh, has been authorized for the 2022 growing season. So I know there have been some issues with that, so that may be good news for some uh, rice growers. And that's E-N-D-I-G-O, yes, correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay. That is correct. Now, also today, uh, uh, a little bit bigger news on something that, um, well, it's an issue that's been very important to Farm Bureau and Farm Bureau members lately, mm-hmm. and that's broadband access. USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack announced that the department is investing $401 million to provide access to high-speed internet for 31,000 rural residents and businesses in 11 states. Uh, the announcement includes a group of investments from the ReConnect program and award funded through USDA's telecommunications infrastructure loan and loan guarantee program. In Arkansas, uh, Arkansas is in fact one of those 11 states, this funding will be used to deploy a fiber to the premises network to connect close to 1,000 people and 10 businesses. And most importantly, from, you know, particularly from our perspective, yeah. 145 farms. Huge. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's going to connect 145 farms to high-speed internet in Searcy and Van Buren counties. Uh, the company will make a high-speed internet, make high-speed internet affordable by offering low-cost starter packages with voice and voice data 
Discounts will be offered to those who participate in the Federal Communications Commission's Lifeline and Affordable Connectivity Programs. You can find out more about this uh, broadband improvement effort and this announcement on the USDA Rural Development website at rd.usda.gov. And uh, that's some just uh, good news. We've been talking a lot about broadband for a while. Mm-hmm. We've seen some some success and some movement there. And this is another one of those stories. Yeah. Uh, speaking of breaking, breaking news, I guess, uh, we are currently working on a project here internally um, that is a broadband uh, tracker for progress uh, here in the state of Arkansas as, as funding comes in and, and developments happen. Uh, we'll certainly be adding this to that tractor. That tracker. Uh, this will be something that we make available on our website, and um, we'll make sure and let you guys know here on the podcast um, and announce it in other channels as well. Fantastic news, especially for those 100, uh, nearly 150 farms. farms. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, because we were at ONL last week, we took off uh the the week from reporting on crop progress but back with some unfortunate news this week uh thanks to brownfield ag news for the recap saved me a lot of time on on math this week uh but let's dig in a little bit according to usda figures uh, 54 percent of the state's corn crop is rated good to excellent which is an eight percent reduction over last week's numbers uh silking is nearly complete but dough making and denting is running behind for the overall crop. Uh, 62% of soybeans are rated good to excellent. That's a 7% drop for the same rating last week. Cotton has seen a 9% decline in good to excellent rating over the last week with only 64% of the crop meeting that qualification. Uh, 74% of peanuts are rated good to excellent, uh, bringing it, bringing in the higher percentage, highest percentage of that good to excellent rating, but that's down 10% over last week, which is the biggest drop. Uh, so rounding out with livestock, just 34% of Arkansas's um, uh, inventory is rated good to excellent, which is 11% lower than last week, and they're truly devastating number here. Uh, Rob, you let off with some news about this, is that 75% of the state's pastures are in poor to very poor shape. So, um, you know, just a lot of really devastating news. We're going to talk a lot about weather this week, uh, including an interview with Dennis Cavanaugh from the National Weather Service. Uh, but you can e- easily see the havoc being wreaked by the hot and dry conditions, and uh, we're all crossing our fingers uh, for some rain. It's making some noise out there. Brian says it is raining. Um, so hopefully, is the theme. Weather is the theme lately, and, and it's yeah. nice to see gray clouds and, and, and rain. And wet stuff. Yeah, hopefully this is making its way to farms and ranches uh, across the state. Well, let's step away from the news to learn a bit about our annual Farm Bureau membership. Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports our work on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities around the state. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships, to hunger relief and disaster support, and much more. You can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join today at ARFB.com. Did you know, Jason, did you know yep. that a $40 annual ARFB membership contributes to the work done, being done in your local community and also the agriculture advocacy work we do 
at the state and national level and pushing on issues like broadband that we talked about earlier mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and disasters uh, in times when it's, whether it's weather disasters or what, what have you, all that work is, is funded with uh, the $40 annual membership uh, and, and it's important work. Your membership, it truly matters for farmers and communities across the state. It also gets me a front porch magazine, yes, which... It does. Which the is, new issue just came to my mailbox this week. A lot of, yes, uh, mine as well, uh, summer activities, but also some good recipes in there. Uh, and the new uh, kids focus feature, that's right? right. That's Tell, right. What about that? Yeah, uh, I think I, I guess we showed that a couple of weeks ago, or I gave a little tease of it, uh-huh. you know, some of word search and some educational material too uh, for kids this summer about where their food comes from and learning a little bit more about that. So yeah. it's, a, it's a new Excellent. section in the magazine. So getting, getting back to the news, uh, and unfortunately away from the happy stuff again, yeah. um, to summer weather again, the impact on crops we talked about. Now I've got an update on cattle. Last week, USDA published the July cattle inventory, which showed lo- lower year-over-year inventories for most reported categories. While inventories posted a year-over-year decline, NAS, 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 NAS yes, yeah. I always <laughs> struggle with that one. Estimates were higher than pre-report expectations, with analysts expecting larger decreases in cattle numbers. The full report uh, is available on the USDA NAS website. That's nas.usda.gov. The big takeaway was that the total cattle inventories were at 98.8 million. That's falling below 100 million for the first time since 2015. Total cow inventory decreased 2% year-over-year. Beef and dairy cow inventories were 2.4% down and 0.5% lower compared to July to 2022, respectively. Mm. The report confirms another year of beef cow herd liquidation with little evidence of anyone looking to expand. Heifers held as beef replacements were 3.5% lower compared to last year. Obviously, you know what we've been talking about, the drought has been the main factor contributing to the decline in the number of beef cows and replacement heifers, nationally, weekly auction receipts indicated a larger number of heifers being sold. Regionally, drought pressure this month has been a big concern, and the impact can be seen in the auction da- data here in Arkansas. For example, auction receipts for Arkansas showed a 20% increase in slaughter cattle sales. To learn about the impact of heat and drought conditions on livestock and ranching in Arkansas, you can check out our latest video, in fact, uh, featuring rancher Anthony Giffen of Madison County. You can find that at ARFB.com or on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter feed. So check that out because it's a good first-person perspective on what's been happening and why it's a struggle uh, finding good hay and 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 preparing for down the road. Yeah, we're, um, we're helping a reporter... Uh, this afternoon uh, with a story about drought mitigation and kind of asking about that for livestock producers to some of our commodity guys here and they were like well uh, sell-off I mean, that's probably the number one uh, mitigation uh, strategy certainly there are others uh, production related but um, but yeah really really sad to see these inventory reductions and 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 herd, herd reductions as a result of drought well, if you check out that check out that video, he uh, there's some tips in there if if you're not reducing, but uh, you know he talks a lot about the issues that it's causing. And oh, good to know. to address that challenge. Yeah. All right. Well, good to good to know. We've got one more story, and then we're going to give Dennis Cavanaugh a, a ring here. Uh, before we talk about the chances of real rain, though, from the actual actual sky, I want to share a few tips from Dr. Chris Henry, the University of Arkansas. 
uh, for making it uh, rain on your farm uh, yourself. Uh, Dr. Henry's professional, uh, I'm sorry, professor and water management engineer for the U of A Division of Agriculture and has shared a handout with a variety of tactics aimed at helping farmers make the most of their irrigation. We'll tell you where to find all the tips, but first let's go over a few of them. Uh, use computerized hole selection program to plan water distribution across the fields. These programs can reduce pump time by between 10 and 50%. Uh, Dr. Henry says, please be patient. Uh, he says, water is drawn down from wells and reservoir pumps uh, have to lift water further. He says, expect to take longer to irrigate a set or flood up a field and adjust accordingly. Some alluvial wells can drop off as much as 50%, and it's not common for re and it's not uncommon for relifts to fall off 30% as we get to the bottom. Uh, soil sensors are still relevant. It's not too late to incorporate those into your irrigation management. Uh, he says, irrigate deeply. Instead of flushing the fields with limited water, try to fill the profile up when irrigating to encourage the roots to go deeper for water and reduce the number of sets for the season, saving on uh, precious labor. And he says, don't forget to check those pumps. The drought is prompting farmers to run their irrigation pumps beyond the typical 800 hours a year and failure or, or you know, some types of failure uh, is at risk. He says, uh, you know, if you want to read the full list or the full report of Dr. Henry's uh, tips, visit uaex.uada.edu or just uh, do what I did. Search Irrigation Dr. Chris Henry on Google and, and it'll pop right up. So some tips right. for you if you're having to irrigate yep. row crops this time of year, which if you have row crops, you're probably irrigating. Yes, well, probably. Again, hopefully things are about to get better and we're going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, let's let's hope so. Cavanaugh. Yeah, let's hope this. Yeah, all goes right. Smoothly, we are going to give Dennis a call. Thank you, Brian, for making that happen. Tell us what's going to happen. He knows we're calling. Hopefully, he's not screening my number, thinking I'm. Or hopefully my number's not showing up as spam risk or something. Hello, this is Dennis Cavanaugh, warning and coordination meteorologist. Well, we can just start. He just emailed questions. me back. Yeah, I'll start asking you these questions, and you can uh, please try them one more time. Please I'll take a I'm ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're ready to. Please stay tuned as we randomly dial. Hello. Dennis, it's Jason yes. and Rob. You are live on the uh, Arkansas iCast. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing we're doing well. Thank you. And Welcome. thank you for making the time. It's loud and thundery here in West Little Rock. Yes. Yeah, so I know. That's uh that's quite the change of pace, huh? <laughs> the setting is right for our conversation today. Yeah, we <laughs> that is, that's right. <laughs> we like set up in the tornado shelter. We were just so we were so confused. We haven't heard thunder and some clouds and so on. Don't know what to do with that stuff, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, do you uh do you still have a few minutes to talk weather uh for Arkansas Farm? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yep. Awesome. Well, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your role there at the National Weather Service? 
Sure. Uh, so my name is Dennis Cavanaugh. I'm the Warning Coordination Meteorologist for uh, the National Weather Service. We cover most of Arkansas, 47 counties. So we're stationed at uh, North Little Rock Airport. And so we're the ones that issue the, uh, we're mainly known for issuing the watches and warnings and, uh, and such for severe thunderstorms, uh, winter storms, flash floods, et cetera. Uh, but we also issue our, you know, standard uh, seven-day forecast, and we do outlooks and and things looking out for patterns like drought um, and yeah. maybe breaks in periods of, of drought or, you know, uh, rainy periods, periods where we're expecting flooding. So, Well, my, my house is in North Little Rock, and are you the one I should talk to about that nearly three inches that the Air Force Base got while I got nothing yesterday, or should I talk to somebody else <laughs> yes. about that? Uh, well, you know, if, if we could control that, I, I would, uh, I would be much better off financially. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. A lot of farmers would be, would be giving you a call right now. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's dive in. We've got a few questions, um, sure. here and let's just dive in. Rob, you want to take the first well, yeah, one? You know, uh, Jason was mentioning he got next to nothing in the rain yesterday, uh, yesterday. What, what parts of the state uh, have gone the longest without meaningful, you know, one inch plus of rain? You know, wh who, what are the driest parts? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, aside from these hit and miss showers and thunderstorms where some isolated locations have picked up, like you mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of inches of rain here and there. Uh, most of the state, uh, especially the northern two thirds of the state. Uh, has not really seen any significant rainfall since mid-June. Mm. And I, I want to say around June 11th, 10th or 11th, was the last uh, significant event where we had an, an inch of rain uh, across the central and northern portions of the state. Wow. Um, so from you know about June 11th through July 11th, we went through a period, um, uh, you know, in Little Rock, for example, we picked up, in that 30-ish day period, we picked up seven hundredths of an inch of rain. Wow. Uh, yeah. And that's it. That's 2% of normal. Um, Fort Smith got zero rain uh, during that mm. period of time. So uh, so it, it's been, uh, you know, I, I know it's thundering right now while, yeah. while, we're, while we're talking, but that, that is even what's happening right now is only affecting, you know, a couple of counties. So this isn't, this isn't widespread yet. So we still have large portions of uh, north and, and central Arkansas that have not received a significant rainfall in a good 30 days. Yeah, we were with some farmers this morning from Prairie County and uh, specifically at their farm. Uh, they the last rain they got was in May is what he told me. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, wow. that's what he said. He said they had not had rain since May. Um, well, I. You know, obviously, we're, we're talking about the thunder, the rain coming through right now. I'm sure it's my wife just texted me a picture from our house. It's raining there. So I'm sure you're, you're seeing <laughs> right. some rain at your office. Um, we are. This means we've we, – so I, I swear everybody's been watching this system like a snowstorm, at least here oh, yeah. at Farm Bureau. So we do have a system moving through. How much rain – can you tell us a little bit about what you're forecasting over the next few days and – and we, yeah. where and how much? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, for the for the most part, what we have is the the ridge of high pressure that's been preventing us from getting rainfall. It's breaking down a little bit. It's the the part that's been extending east over Arkansas. 
that part is breaking down. However, it's going to remain in place over Texas. So even though we're getting this frontal boundary moving into Arkansas uh, and parts of Oklahoma, it's it's not going to do much for Texas. They're going to remain without rain uh, for, for as far as I can tell for quite a long period of time. But the frontal boundary is expected to move into Arkansas uh, tomorrow and stall out uh, across the central portions of the state uh, for much of, uh, tomorrow and, uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we do expect some, um, you know, more, more in the way of some higher coverage of thunderstorms, I, I should say for Northern and, and central Arkansas, uh, you know, over, over the next, um, what 60, uh, you know, 48 to 60 hours here, you know, yeah. through, through Saturday, basically. Okay, yeah, because, you know, I was curious about how long this front would be yeah. here. So just a, a few days is what you're saying it might stall out. Right, that's that's what it looks like right now is it's not it's not a strong front. Uh, there's, there's not, you know, there's not a super cold air mass pushing this through uh, from the north. The, the jet stream is still... Uh, well, well removed from the north of uh, from the north of Arkansas, so uh, that that plays a that does play a role in the expectations for severe weather. Uh, mm-hmm. Without the jet stream nearby, that significantly lowers our chances of any widespread severe weather. Um, but now it's it's really hot and it's really humid, so um, any of those thunderstorms can get very tall and then collapse and produce some localized wind damage. Uh, but that's that's about the the worst of what we'd be looking at in terms of any kind of dangerous thunderstorm. But uh, the coverage, uh, at least again Friday and Saturday, it, it's looking pretty good. We've got uh, a seventy to eighty percent chance of rain in the forecast for uh, North and Central Arkansas. Um, we right now, based on the forecast position of the front, we expect more rain to fall across Northern Arkansas uh, than Central Arkansas. Um, but you know, like you said, we're our last uh, period of getting at least an inch of rain, uh, at least across central Arkansas, we're, we're expecting anywhere from two to three inches of rain through the weekend. Oh, wow. Um, but Northern Arkansas, uh, you know, could be closer to, um, you know, three or four inches or four to six inches, uh, depending on if we, you know, if, if we get, you know, those storms that sort of move over the same area over and over again. So southern part of the state is not going to get uh, touched by this as much. Is that what I'm hearing? Not as much. Yeah, the southern part of the state is going to see more of the hit and miss stuff that, mm-hmm. that we've been seeing the past couple of days. So you you will have a couple of locations that, you know, pick up, you know, like, like what happened yesterday, right? A, a quick uh-huh. inch or two of rain, uh, but it won't be widespread. So that's, you know, we while that provides maybe some relief for a neighborhood or something mm-hmm. you know it doesn't it doesn't really provide widespread relief to soil moisture debt uh, mm-hmm. uh, or deficit you know things that right. uh, really affect crops uh, uh, you know and and help in, improve the uh, you know the soil soil moisture content for uh, agriculture uh, across the state so the the southeast uh, is probably, uh, is not going to see as much rain as um, the you know east central and uh, northeast parts of the state where we have mm-hmm. you know have heavier agriculture. Yeah, um, 
Now, they have gotten some rain down there. Uh, El Dorado had some flooding, as a matter of fact, a couple weeks they ago, did. if I recall. Yeah, that's true. There was uh, there was one line of storms that moved through um, uh, that, that moved through southern Arkansas, and I just had that up here. Um, I think they got like eight or nine inches in a couple of hours. It seems yeah, there like. was there was in one Ashley in Union County. That, yep, yeah, that produced a ton of rain in a very short period of time. But you know, again, that type of rain, while the the amounts are impressive. Um, when the rain falls that fast, it, again, it's not always great for soil moisture because a lot of that converts into runoff. Yeah, and that's a great time reminder. to get absorbed uh, in, into the soil. So, while you know, getting lots of rain is is good. You you want a lot of rain over longer time intervals. You don't you don't want to get it all in an hour or two. Um, the the longer the rain. Um, is in place the you know the the more uh, opportunity it has to uh, get absorbed into the soil which of course is what uh, raises the water table makes the the soil soil moisture a little more resilient um, to periods of dry weather and of course helps uh, you know improve the the health of the crops and agriculture yeah, we reported on, it was two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we reported on soil moisture levels. I think it was uh, USDA data that told us like 91% of uh, top so- at least topsoil moisture in the state was at less than like optimal uh, or right. was considered dry at that time. Yes. Yeah, that's, um, the, there. there is a... There's a drought index that um, uh, uh, firefighters use called mm-hmm. the uh, Kyram, Kyram Beecham Drought Index. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, I know I'm not pronouncing that. Uh, Keith Byram, maybe. Mm-hmm. Byram Drought Index. Um, and that uh, one of the big inputs into that is, uh, is so, uh, soil moisture. So, um, it, the abbreviation for that is KBDI. That's, that's how I, um, that's how I, I'm used to referring to it. Um, and in Arkansas, the, you know, the values for that have been, uh, near the top, near the top of the range for it for the past 30 days be, because of that lack of rainfall and the, mm-hmm. um, not just that also the, you know, the, the period of heat that we've had, um, Right. You know, it's not it's not just that it's been dry. I mean, that doesn't that doesn't help. But, you know, when you have several days where the temperature is in the upper 90s to 100 degrees, that takes a lot of moisture out of the soil as well. Um, and when it's not replenished point. by, you know, when it's not replenished by rainfall, um, you know, that continued heat uh, that that also helps dry out the um that what what the kbdi is really looking at is the six inch soil moisture depth mm-hmm. um which doesn't quite cover all your topsoil but it, it gives you an idea of you know how your um how your you know how your grasses and small bushes or how healthy right. they're going to be uh, and that's that's why it's more of a wildfire um index is because they're worried about how crispy is the grass going to get? If sure. somebody lights a fire, is you know is the grass likely to carry the fire for a long period of time? And 
if my lawn is any indication, I don't have, you know, an automatic sprinkler system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my grass looks dormant. It looks like it does in the winter. Yeah. So, um, it, it does those fine, those fine fuels out there, the fine grasses and stuff. They, they are looking pretty crispy, uh, for, I know that's not a very scientific term, but for, <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better term, they're looking pretty crispy and, I know crops, uh, the, the, the root system is a little bit deeper than six inches. Mm-hmm. So that the KBDI isn't the perfect indicator for that, but still the top soil, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is, uh, well below normal in terms of soil, mo- soil moisture. Well, yeah. so we're all excited about the possibility for a couple of inches this weekend, but, yes. uh, the million dollar question, is there more rain on the horizon in the long term? Uh, what are you yeah. seeing? What are you thinking? Well, um, it, it does look like next next Friday uh, we could have another uh, fast moving but sort of weak front move through, and that that should give us you know it doesn't because it's so hot and humid we don't need strong cold fronts to get rain uh, during the summer, so that should give us another decent chance of rain on Friday. Um, but, you know, overall, um, you know, looking, looking at the next, um, eight, eight to, uh, 14 days, just the, the general pattern, uh, you know, continues to show above normal temperatures, um, and a, a better than average chance for below normal precipitation. Um, you know, really the, the only thing that could, mess with that is if we end up getting some sort of tropical system that brings mm-hmm. some moisture up into the region. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise that, that high pressure is pretty much in place across the Southern Plains. And, you know, any, anytime that wobbles to the East, that's what stops the rain uh, from developing over Arkansas. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, before we let you go, uh, it's been a fascinating conversation. Uh, one, one more question. Yeah. I know we've got a lot of farmers that have, picked up those persimmons or you know whipped out the almanac or something yeah. like that you have any sure. any sort of weather weather predictions or or thoughts patterns anything like that for the remainder of, of 2022 yeah yeah we uh i mean we have we have seasonal outlooks and you know again these are you know we're not looking at you know, perfect forecasts here. Um, you know, but the, right now the, they, these outlooks are based on some of the more hemispheric global circulations, like the Arctic oscillation and the, uh, El Nino Southern oscillation. Mm -hmm. And so those, those types of circulations, uh, through the fall, at least, um, they still favor slightly above normal temperatures and drier than normal conditions uh, across Arkansas. Um, As we um, get into the winter, uh, I I believe we're still in La Nina, which Mm -hmm. (laughs) tends to keep us, again, warmer uh, than normal. Mm -hmm. Now, it doesn't necessarily keep us drier than normal, but in general, this, the southern United States usually stays drier than normal, but we're right on the cusp of, you know, where the where those fronts uh, start coming in during the winter. Right. Uh, so, you know, we could we could end up right on the edge of some of those fronts, and 
get some precipitation, but also in a setup like that, you, you start to you start to get a little worried about the, the chance of ice storms. We haven't had a real bad one mm-hmm. in, in quite a while. And so when you're right at sort of that cutoff line of where you're expected to be near normal or below normal precipitation-wise, but above normal temperature-wise in the winter months, mm-hmm. that's you know, that's kind of a again, a very broad scale setup that may allow for ice storms versus snowstorms. Well, assuming you I, get wintry weather at all. I so, gotta tell you, I don't like I don't like any of that that I've just heard. So can we please speak to someone else in your office and get another take? <laughs> yes. I, I Are will, you I asking will, uh, to talk to the manager? Tells you what you would like to yes, hear. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I'm asking to speak to your manager. Yeah, that's what it sounds like <laughs> to me. Well, Dennis, this has been great. Uh, we certainly reserve the right to give you a call back and try and get you oh absolutely uh, try and have you back on uh especially i'm thinking as we go into fall and harvest season and maybe a a seasonal sure. outlook at that point too yeah absolutely I, it's a pleasure talking with you guys and if there's ever anything i can do to help i'm happy to uh appear on the show and and talk with you guys and, and talk about what's going on awesome well thanks a ton and uh hope you have a great rest of your week we'll talk to you soon thanks again you too no right. problem. Take care. Bye Thanks. Now. All right. Well, that was, I, uh, I'm bummed about the fall. I don't like that. <laughs> well, we have had a ton of snow the past that two is, years. This is so. true. <laughs> anyway. Know. All right. Well, just to wrap up this week, uh, we have gone on a little bit longer today than we normally like to go, but uh, good conversation with yep. Dennis and National Weather Service there. We did reach out on social media and ask folks, uh, with the impending forecast, or I shouldn't say impending, I guess, but because uh, we're actually looking forward to the rain. But with the rain in the forecast, what would a good rain mean to you? And we wanted to just share a couple of those of the comments that we got. I'll read the first one. How about that? From Reed, uh, a rain would mean being able to exhale. A good one would possibly finish off some of the corn, but we have a way to go on cotton and soybeans. Yeah, it's... Uh we did get a few comments, uh, and, and they were all kind of similar, obviously. Uh, yeah, Rachel said Rachel said it would mean a better chance at quality and quantity of hay, which will be a game changer in livestock producers being able to feed their animals this and winter. That has been the topic. And then and again, going back to the video that we've got out there right now, the hay issue is, is what's been a real problem. Yeah, one more, which is kind of... Um, Oh, gosh, you hate to hear stuff like this. But Matthew says, a rain this week could be the determining factor between making payments or not this winter. So you can you can tell if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a farmer or rancher. Uh, these guys have, and gals have got a lot of hope riding on, on this rain and, and, and moving forward, too. And that's why just the weather to turn things around. That's why we had someone on to talk about this. That's yeah. why it's so important. Absolutely. Well, that wraps up the rain. Uh, the, the rain. That wraps up, hopefully not, that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AgCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. And remember, you can catch the live stream every Thursday, 2 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you turn on the notifications so you know when we go live and listen to the audio version on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and the Arkansas AgCast is brought to you, as always, by the Arkansas Farm Bureau, hosted by by me, Jason Brown. And me, Rob Anderson. Our show is produced by Brian Pistol, Matthew Magdafrau, and we will see you next week. See you next week.